years ago you had a sex bang? Yeah, I mean, you could just ask the question, why are we doing this? Yeah, why are we? I love it. This is our our natural chemistry. Hang on. Since when did the show become interrogating Jim about their sex <laughs> yeah. bangs? Oh, it's, I, I hope it didn't sound like an interrogation. I thought it was a, a steamy reveal. It was. I'm a... just imagining, I'm imagining Jonathan, you know, in, a, in one of those dimly lit rooms with one lamp. <laughs> Just shining it into in into your eyes, like a like a like cop. some sort of like, like I'm a yeah, sex like cop? a sex interrogation. Like that's basically what you're giving me right now. You see, I was gonna sort of stick up for you and be like, well, it seemed like Jonathan was more sort of you know just engaging and interested in. I am. In the last time I did a sex bang. You had a vacation, that you had a sexcation? Mm, well. A sexy vacation? That's so exciting to hear about. I'm so happy that that happened along. <laughs> I wish it happened more recently. I hope it happens again. Long time ago when we were fab. Was fab. So it's not. I grammatically corrected George Harrison there. Well, hang on. I thought for a second there, I, I heard... Jonathan uh, uh, about to invite you to his home oh, for yeah, a sex yeah, vacation. Yeah. That's not where it's going with that. I'm not a sex... Jonathan, why haven't you turned your home into a bed and breakfast for sex couples? I mean, honestly, <laughs> up until mean? now, most of my vacations have been masturbation vacations. But if you hosted a sexual bread and, bread and <laughs> breakfast, and I'll, t I'll, I'll try and come up with what that is... <laughs> Jonathan was on Road Rules Northern Trail in 1998. Since then, he has appeared in precisely zero award-winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theater plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan off Road Rules a star. Boston's favorite son will ride again. Anyway... The point of this entire podcast today is that Conrad can't bake bread. I mean, he, he's an excellent cook and could bake bread, but he can't bake bread for any endeavours we might do that require bread, Jonathan. Is that right? It's true. So I'm going to need you to learn how to do it. Well, my, my spouse, my significant other is a professional baker, which is why I'm so bad at it. Oh, uh, there's there's no space for me to bake because she is always doing the baking. Oh, well, fuck it then. <laughs> Sod it. Do you want to grow berries instead? She she would desperately want to have a cozy yeah. breakfast where she just takes care of people. She is... I'll tell you what, Jonathan. Mm. My, my boy, mm -hmm. my, my friend, my, mm. my Charlie boy. Um, my little, is that the Chattanooga choo-choo? Uh, my baron, my, my baron's four cheese pizza. Don't let me hear myself on your end of the call again. <laughs> I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying. I'm trying. I turned you down. You're not. Conrad's a little louder. Oh, you've, I'm, you've done nothing but turn me down for years. <laughs> but like Pepe Le Pew, I am quite problematic in this day and age. And yet she persisted. And yet she did. Jonathan, would you have a white stripe down on your back if, if I chased you Frenchly? <laughs> like the, the, the cat there. Like the cat there, yeah. Like if we keep contriving situations in which uh, a white stripe goes on your back. Now, nobody said it was come. Okay. I don't even know where that's where would where did that come from? Just wow. out of nowhere, where automatically it seems. Come from? Where did the cum come from? Where did the cum come where from? Where did the cum come from? from? Now there's a game show. <laughs> yeah. I will also say, if someone were to come on your back mm. to make a white stripe. I think it should be the white stripes that oh, do it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think if we get, like, like Jack White to come along, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that is the idea, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just come along your sort of spinal uh, gully like that. And then I'll sort of just kiss you and go, oh, brioche, like that. <laughs> and then Finn, which is also French, and that's the end of the show. That would get you famous. 
<laughs> Jack, Will it? Jack White is a real showstopper, a draw, as oh, they say. Probably. Happy Le Pew, very popular. Well, that's why we want him for this scene. Yeah. People love Jack White and they love Pepe Le Pew. It's the two things we know about Americans. <laughs> is that they can't stop thinking about that cartoon skunk. <laughs> Who's very sexual, very, very sexual, and uh, ended yeah. up being mostly for, for children to understand, how do I navigate a romantic or sexual situation? How do I carry myself? Oh, that will explain a lot of men my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've met a lot of men who were in their 30s. What? It's just a fact about me. (laughs) I've turned you down so low that I'm going to basically be deaf on this episode to you. Oh. Because I don't want the bleed. So I I thought you just said, there are men in their 30s. I was like, yeah. tell me more. Okay. I I don't know why I sounded like that. Wow. Is that what, that's what you think? Yeah. That's what you think Jim sounds like. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, right? I'll tell you what, my friend, mm. I wouldn't have noticed how poor that impersonation was if I hadn't kept hearing my fucking voice <laughs> for the past 10 minutes. A crystal clear recreation of their voice coming in through your microphone. Perfect. Still? Oh, my one God. One to one. It comes and goes like Jack White. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to, is it better now? But it can't, it, sometimes it's not better. It's better now. All right. But who knows what will, who knows when the cock will come crowing next. <laughs> I'm not a cock. <laughs> You're not a cock. I have to hold my hands over my ears. <laughs> you wanted me to know that. I, I'm holding my hands over my ears like the, the monkey who will. Hear no evil. Oh, yeah? We should make you a special podcasting helmet. That's not a bad idea. I probably just need new uh, headphones that don't broadcast out of my ears instead of into my ears. That's the issue, I think. I just need to dig it up. But, man, I am just uh, go, go, go these days. I was jogging back to the house in order to get back here in time to record. And then as soon as we're done, I've got to run out of the house. I've got to pick up my blood pressure medications. You were jogging? Uh, I was jogging a little bit. A soft jog. I got to keep... A soft jog. Yeah, I got to keep it up. Those pecs. Pecs bouncing. <laughs> I don't know. I've never thought about whether I'm busty enough to have a, a, a boob physics jog, whether you can see my cleave cleavage kind of rubbing back and forth or... I don't, I don't know how it works. I should take a video, I guess. So what do you do to like protect your nipples? Because I chafe. I I have a hairy enough chest Ooh. that I think the hair just kind of forms a protective layer like bayonetta over my nipples. It protects them from any sort of friction. The, the hair absorbs the friction and then sometimes falls out. You know what I've heard is hot? Body <laughs> hair art. What happened to Jim? To answer Jonathan's question of what happened to me... As someone on HRT hearing two cis boys complain about their nipples, I was a little bit offended. I, just, I thought, you know what? I'll bite my tongue. It won't hurt as much as my nipples. And I'll keep quiet about it. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Oh, man. Your nipples. Oh, I think about it. Oh, I bet. What? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's not forever. Oh, But it's no. for now. You're in, in this nipple... You're in raw nipple for now. Yeah, it's not like a puppy. They are just for Christmas. That doesn't work. It lasts longer than the Xmas period anyway. Can't remember saying something about hair. Well, yeah. <laughs> I heard recently that one of the hip new things is uh, men with a lot of body hair shaving designs into them. Oh. Oof. Really? Mm-hmm. 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 And I was just thinking that could be a real way to sort of... Put yourself forward. I mean, what glories could be conveyed on the canvas that is Jonathan? Hmm. <laughs> That's not. I uh, I am not a good canvas, as you know. I'm not what. I mean, for whatever reason, in in the past few weeks, there's been a little bit more lust I've, thrown. No, away. Yeah. Jonathan. Yes, right. Mm. Z- zip it. Uh, 
I've got a great idea mm, involving Conrad's mention of logos shaved into hairy boys' chests. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, my Harry and the Hendersons of love. Here's the thing. Mm. Conrad, mm-hmm. logos. You mm-hmm. think brands. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get Jonathan money to have a logo, you know, a Nike swoosh or whatever in his chest. Here's the thing. Everyone does that. Very few people use their chest hair for public service. Mm, you know, it's something so to convey a message in, in the public mm, good. Mm, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some ideas. My, the first one that jumps to mind is, is what is the, the pressing issue on everyone's mind? That is coronavirus it's still a thing you know oh, i don't yeah. want to linger on it it's not yep. funny Mm-mm. um but you know people still don't take it seriously and i'm thinking what we might do is have something on on jonathan's chest to remind people that there is still a quarantine going on <laughs> and what's the best way to do that without doing like a full word which would just you know be illegible I think no one would be able to read the word quarantine. But if we shaved the word Q into your chest, Mm. I don't see any issue with that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just a huge letter Q to Mm. remind people of the quarantine. Yeah. Uh, So Q Q is (laughs) Mm -hmm. associated with a conspiracy theory that Tom Hanks is a cannibal (laughs) and... All sorts of stuff. And, and uh, the, sure, you can get some fans through being a part of Q, but you get more foes than fans these days. Now, hang on. Tom Hanks is a cannibal. That mm. might be onto something. Tell me more. <laughs> well, weirdly, weirdly enough, Army Hammer, a different actor, more likely is a cannibal because he's been found to be on record saying, I am 100% cannibal. Mm-hmm. But Q is not concerned about the cannibals among us who, who voice yeah. it. The cannibals in our midst. <laughs> yeah, the, the cannibals in the midst. Now look, look, remember what yeah. Mr. Trump said once. <laughs> there are fine people on both sides, those of us who don't eat other humans, and fine young cannibals. <laughs> Anyway, oh yes. Anyway, yes. A real popular chant. That's something you should lead as well. I'm thinking something snappy, like you know, masks don't work unless we do the work. So what I think is, if you were to you know parade down the street with Q shaped in your chest, ringing a bell like a town choir, mm-hmm. yelling "Masks don't work! Masks don't <laughs> work!" Pretty soon, everyone in in the street will start pumping their fists and chanting back, unless we do the work. <laughs> so, so, so they know. They they listen to the song at home. They well, sing they along. listen to this podcast. I I hear it's big. Mm. Very very popular. <laughs> you heard you heard that. We're we're getting some new listeners. I've been telling people who've never heard it what the premise is and. People really like the premise. Conrad and I told a bank manager once. Mm, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. When I was <laughs> when I was doing one of the most professional things I've ever done. <laughs> we just sat back and went, Yeah, we know this we know this guy was on road rolls, we try and get him famous. Uh, you should listen sometime. <laughs> I think you'll find it quite edifying anyway. Gimme me credit. We might have endangered your entire business, but, you know. Oh, yeah. But you got the loan? Oh, it wasn't a loan. Oh, it's credit. Well, it was... I mean, yeah, technically you did get a loan. It was legal. <laughs> that's good. We just shifted some stuff about, all right? All and right. And that's all we will say on that matter. Don't worry. The manager of that bank will be a fan. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, hello, Shannon. Um, fake name, professional, you see. Um, uh, Shannon Tweed. Whoa. Oh, that is actually a professional. That, yeah. Um, you know, does, does bank management in Philadelphia on the side. <laughs> Travels in from out of state. Um, mostly as a hobby. For the love of the business, 
Jonathan for the love of the business. I can't remember who Shannon Tweed is. Is it a? Are they an actor or a singer? She's an actress. Yeah, actress. Uh-huh. Is she in the craft? No, I don't think no, so. No, no, no. Uh, she's more of in the Julie Strain land of uh, film. I think I know who that is. Is that yeah. like uh, Boo Boo Phillips? I don't know. I just she, she's Gene Simmons's wife, also. Oh, all right, all right. Like uh, like heavy metal magazine. Style movies. She did do a bit of that. Uh huh. All right, it's coming uh, back. Let's see what it's the. Um, she is identified with the genre of the erotic thriller, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> well, wow. know exactly what you mean. I think I think erotic is a subjective term, but sure. <laughs> Our show proves that every every darn episode. I'm almost definitely sure we once suggested Jonathan should star in a reboot of the Red Shoe Diaries, but. <laughs> I'm just going to say that, you know, again, because I would love, I would love Jonathan to wear a cardboard cutout of David Duchovny's face and then just walk on screen, grab the camera and yell into it. This horny bozo's going to blast some sliz. (laughs) (laughs) And then do whatever it is he did. I think, you know, just pick up a red shoe and look sad at it just because I know, do you remember sex? And then some sex happens. I don't know. It's It's been a long time, Jonathan, since the Red Shoe Diaries was out. Been. Yeah. It's a, it's <sighs> a retro reference, I think they call that. Yeah. Upside, inside, out, I'm Danny DeVito Loca! <laughs> so that's, that's one of those uh, Weird Al-style parody songs I've been oh, working sure, on. Sure, okay. So I... I, I I have been watching Name That Tune, Mm. which has been airing on Fox, and I find it endlessly fascinating. For one thing, Randy Jackson is making me believe that I'm actually existing within a level of existence. (laughs) Like the uh, Cronenberg movie. Like the Cronenberg movie Mm. with the squishy bits. Every time Randy Jackson speaks, it's just like, okay, you're a non-player character. (laughs) That that's not that's not real language, but what's really fascinating about it is that we you know it's during Corona, and there's a crowd there, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then if you look real carefully at the bottom, it says that the show was filmed in Australia, huh? And you know complied with all local guidelines, right? Huh? But all of the competitors are Americans. So they staffed, they they cast the show with American expats living in Australia. Weird. So it's not celebrities, it's regular folks who live in Australia. Uh huh. I name that tune, you know, doing that. Well, I mean, but well, and then they get Randy Jackson and a band and, oh, Jane Krakowski, who's. Oh, okay. Delightful. They just flew them out. But, you know, but they keep talking about all of these American expats. They're like, they're from Detroit, Michigan. It's like, well, yes, that's technically true, but you're in Australia. And the money that they're winning, is it Australia dollars or American dollars? I have lots of questions wow. about this production. I think they're just they're using Australia. They're 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 squeezing it dry. It's pretty weird. And of course it's Rupert Murdoch who lives there. Oh, so you know oh, that makes sense. I mean, there's all sorts of layers to this that I just I find deeply, deeply Deeply interesting. And and the best part is that, like, when they ask the competitors why, the contestants, why they're on the show, you know, or what they're going to do with that money, it's things like, well, my wife and I can't afford a new wheelchair for my wife. No. So we're hoping that, you know, with the money we win from this, we're going to get her a good wheelchair. Oh, how dystopian. Unbelievable. So to escape the plague, they went to the, the prison country. And everyone there is so poor that they're just hoping to be able to name songs for cash in order to afford durable medical equipment so that their loved ones may be able to move around instead of being locked in their own bodies, trapped and alone. What a disaster. Isn't it like the best dark story? Oh, it's like a Black Mirror episode every week playing out on my TV. I'm loving it. (laughs) Because you understand that subtext. Yeah, there there was another recent... Surprise for me in the entertainment world, a movie called Chinatown Detective 3. Wait. I think it's called. It has the largest opening weekend. Uh, I think it was weekend. Maybe it was day. 
of any movie of all time beating Avengers Endgame in terms of one country anyway in China. This movie made so much money in the midst of a pandemic. People are going to the theaters. Well, sequels always do better. But better than Avengers. It's it's called Chinatown Detective 3. It's like a wacky comedy, a buddy comedy about solving some crimes. Did so well in the midst of a pandemic. People went to the theaters because apparently their pandemic isn't going as bad as our pandemic, I guess. Oh, it's, it's it, maybe it has something to do with, um, you know, knowing how to manage a pandemic. <laughs> Maybe the Chinese government. Just a thought. <laughs> Chinese government does a lot of troubling, troubling things. That said, it could be that they somehow managed to manage the pandemic better than the United States did somehow. It's possible. I mean, I'm not in favor of authoritarianism, but you know, me neither. The uh, China, well, China's not the only country in the region that managed to get a handle on that. So I don't know that the authoritarianism's the issue. Yeah, it's like, uh, the 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 ability to make things happen to try to make the pandemic less bad. I think. Well, maybe good. maybe listening to the research mm. and past experience Science instead of you yeah, know. I know. I know. Which brings us back to, I don't think they have town criers ringing a bell with a conspiracy theory logo shaved into their chest hair. Ah, we're back to my area of expertise. Um, I've just been sat here thinking, what the fuck are they doing? What the, what the f- you were having a normal conversation and it was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> also, I stopped talking for 30 seconds, so I just started thinking about a frog. <laughs> what about it? What? Well, Tell us well here's the thing, Jonathan. I know what you're thinking. Uh, earlier. Really? Yeah? Yeah, earlier, right at the beginning, before the subject abruptly changed, your old pal, JS to the S, suggested... That you do something with berries. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, yeah. I've had a really good idea. I've been thinking about this a lot, right? But what's more popular than berries? <laughs> everything, they will everything, all the way. Everything. There's no berries. Margaret Thatcher was more popular than berries, was she? I, I, as far as I know, berries are. Democracy. Is that more popular than berries? Not from what I've been looking at. See, I can do topical conversations as well. <laughs> I, I'm a jack of many hats. Trades. That's... Oh, Jonathan. Grow berries. <laughs> Grow them in a bush. They, they are commonplace. They are taken for granted. They are either mildly enjoyed or despised. Some like a berry jam. Some like... A berry Pop-Tart. No one goes like, number one choice is berries. Berries, 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 berries. There's no chanting for berries. There's no uh, viral videos about berries. There's no hot okay. new influencer that's all berry influencing. Well, it doesn't happen. Everything you've just said tells us there's a gap in the what, Conrad? I believe that's called a market. The market? The market, which is great because that's where we will go to sell the berries on our berry farm. Why? 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 Where does it come from? First the frogs, then the berries. I, I'm big on yeah, analyzing berry folks. helmet. Berry helmet. Yeah, berry helmets. Berry farm. This this tracks. We're gonna go out into the woods because you know, what does it it's track? Quasi- <laughs> What? Where's the track? Where's where's the points of connection that that come together to form this track? Velmet, your, helmet berries berry farm. I'm thinking of frogs. I'm your name's of Berry Helmet. It's an old west name because we're gonna run a berry ranch. I've thought a lot about this for the past two weeks. I've thought a lot about how good it would be if we went into the forest where no one can sort of tell us to get off any property and build, build some tiny little fences out of matchsticks and throw some berries in there and run a ranch. We'll make a farmhouse. Oh, no, even better, we'll buy one of those plastic ones you see at Toys R Us. Mm. We can all fit in there. Whoa. All cozied up. Even better, yeah, we only need the one. <laughs> You haven't mentioned anything about the berries. You said, <laughs> we need berries. 
No, what type of berries? What are we gonna do? Nothing. We're gonna have a farmhouse. We're gonna be running around. Berries. Oh, God, what? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Comrade's got a lasso. Of course. Obviously. Like, what do we need? You think? Lasso? You think? Oh, you know. Oh, we're done. This is the, as far as the idea has gone. No, you haven't even heard the best part. I have a lasso. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why, why, why? Uh-oh. Yeah, just hit me. There's three of us. You're not a roper of anyone but me. I'm the one getting roped, I think. What? See? I'm worried. This is what I love about you, Jonathan. Yeah. Really? You're so attentive. You're thinking three, four steps ahead. I love that. Yeah. I love that about you. I think it was one step. Just who was getting roped was the step. I mean, we can Probably rope you. Me. Con- Conrad, look, we can start off every morning, um, you know, with with you and Conrad waking up and him just chasing you through the woods, getting ready to catch and hog tire to bring you back to the farm for your choring. I've decided Conrad runs the farm now because mm-hmm. you've mouthed off too much. Right. So now you're there to do the choring. So I'm the, I'm the farmhand. I'm the 44-year-old... Muscle of the uh, situation. Yeah. It's my bod. Right. That... Well, I mean, if anyone is going to be the muscle in this situation. It, I'm yeah. so much. Aren't I like 10 years older? I'm so old. I'm going to be 50 soon. <laughs> Body barely works. My feet just turn purple now. I like, what What are they doing? Just swollen, shiny, actually berry like with a glean. You know how a good berry is so swollen. It's bursting. Hey, in the... Yeah, boys, ready to come back here and get some homemade lemonade. <laughs> it's Becky Jojo Barbluan Gummidge. Oh, Becky. It's me, the farmer's daughter. Becky Jojo Barbluan Gummidge. It's freshly squozins. Yeah, I want to come back here. It's low on sugar because we don't use none. Now, Becky. You know what I told you about messing around with them farmhands. I've been messing around with them farmhands again, Daddy. I'm really, really sorry. I didn't mean to. I, I made some apology lemonade because I know I'm, I shouldn't be doing that. Well, all right. You just be a good girl. Not with Barry Helmet. He's a bad, bad man. Becky Jojo. Becky yeah, Gummidge. Becky Jojo, and Gummidge. That's me. I've been a proud gummage. Gummage. Who are the gummages? What are they gonna do? The gum. The gummages run the farm. The the gummage. The 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 gummages run the berry. What the f? the, p- the point is, Jonathan, mm, mm. is do you know how to milk berries? <laughs> you, can, you can squeeze them. Oh yeah, you can. Well, we don't. You don't want to hurt the berries. You just want to. You just want to get their milky yield, so we can put them in very tiny bottles. I mean, very tiny bottles. What I've done is I've gotten sort of little Games Workshop miniatures. And wherever any one of them is holding a bottle, I've cut that off and I've drilled a hole into it. And then you will get them, that, that fresh berry milk, into those bottles. We take them into the market. And, and we're selling berry milk. Mm-hmm. We're not mixing berry juice with milk. That's the way to get what people have had before, which is sort of a berry-flavored milk or yogurt. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 claiming, we're claiming that gently just tweaking... Just a little bit of a, almost like, mm, I don't know, am I, am I horny somehow? Is it possible that I'm thinking about nipples, because you're yeah. talking about milking, and I'm talk, thinking about treating a berry like a nipple, and I think this is where, mm. I think, I always try to trace it back, you know, It's better than on? treating a nipple like a berry. <laughs> it's did, a mistake I've made. We did talk about nipples earlier. And we your did. nipples are we sensitive did. like berries. It's a sensitive subject, yes. <laughs> you need to be treated with sensitivity. You don't want those berries squeezed like you don't want your nipples squeezed right now. You just want them yeah. gently coaxed, if I'm using the right word. Okay, I get the problem. I understand the issue. You're thinking every Sabbath when we go into the market to sell our wares... Will we be riding a berry-drawn carriage? Yes, we will. Obviously. 
the, the, yeah. the, the berries. Conrad's going to be yarring them. Mm-hmm. Yar! Oh, I'll be all going all the uh, Yar! And hitting them with my lasso. Because, you know, <laughs> can't afford a whip. It's a no. small farm. <laughs> yeah, we're in the woods. Never forget that bit. So the berries can walk? What is going on? How do they move? <laughs> I mean, I, I see. They don't we, move, do they? We just sit there and whip berries and wait for them to go somewhere, like this show. What? We're just waiting for the show to take us off and blast us off, but we're just it's... whipping berries alone in the woods. No, we're... <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Is that not what we're doing? Next, you're going to tell me we can't breed them. <laughs> I mean, with the assistance of bees for pollination, maybe. Really? Do you think we need bees? Because my idea was to get you to lay on your tummy in the woods with your sort of legs kicking up in the air and just a berry in each hand, just sort of pushing them together, going, come on now, come on now, take her. Yeah, you know, we could man, you can manually pollinate. I mean, you know, we'd need to have some sort of, um, some, something, you know, to, to sort of stick into open flowers on one plant and transfer the pollen to the other. You know, some sort of, uh, like a, I mean, you need to be conically shaped or, you know, like a rod of some kind. I'm still, um, I'm still having a taker. <laughs> like treating, like when they try to get pandas to breed or something like that. So yeah. Doesn't Come on look now. good, but it's berries. <laughs> get it done. Get Why it done, Hoss. That's what talking? you're doing. I'm talking to small fruit that has no <laughs> sentience, no no ear holes. Come no, on no, now, get no your cummies. <laughs> get your get your get your cummies now. You know, like an old old timey cowboy, like oh, yeah. you know Sam Elliott or someone would say, "Get your cummies." They're constantly talking about cummies with berries. Yeah, it's true. Hell yeah, you'll be just like Sam Neill in Event Horizon. <laughs> Anyway, covered we'll breed them. And, and you know, we've got you covered on the bee front. Because I've just been throwing them lemons out back. They've been attracting all sorts of bugs. Not many bees, but I can get you some flies and dragonflies. They're down by the river. I have to fight Lloyd for them. But I normally get a handful or two. And that's for barbecue night. The bugs? I'm back at Jojo Luan. Gummage. <laughs> you just show up in places <laughs> with a handful of bugs. <laughs> saying, I'm back at Jojo Luan. Gummage. Barbecue <laughs> night. And they're like, ah. <laughs> Run. She's back. She's got the bugs again. Look what I caught, Paul. These are going to fit the grill good. <laughs> Everyone runs. Everyone runs in terror when Becky George and <laughs> Gummidge shows up with a handful of bugs that she wants you to eat. She's, yeah. She, she's but forceful. she's going to cook them first. I'm going to cook them first. See? Some sort of sauce. She'll call it barbecue sauce. Yeah, I got some sort of sauce. But you don't know if that's what it is. <laughs> it, it ain't mostly river water. What I've always had trouble with the R's. Mm. With the southern accent, it's it's tough. Well, any American accent. Oh, it's, yeah. I've never been able to iron the R's out of my my Britishness, which mm. is good. You know, cling on to the accent. You got to have what assets you can claw on to, especially as you get older. It's a beautiful accent. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I tried to impersonate it for years. Don't I can never worry. do it. An ounce of justice. Oh God, Jonathan, we love to just grab berries and shovel them in our mouth. You know, it, that, that's basically how we'll end each time. You know, each day we'll just sit cross-legged on the forest floor, just just sort of handfuls of berries, cramming them in, looking at each other, nodding enthusiastically, mm, mm, just to confirm it's good and that we're living the good life. Do we know they're not poisoned? Like, do we even know what kind of berries they're? You, mm? So to, to say we're selling berries is, is not unlike saying, oh, I don't know, we're, we're putting out product. Like, what's the product you yeah. know? Well, here's the thing. I mean, I mean, you're thinking of, of sort of specialized farms. You can get, you know, very specific dairy farms or like horse, you know. Um, we're one of them more all-purpose where there's a bit of everything. So really, there's a, there's a berry medley going on. Oh, okay. A mix. Yeah. Yeah, basically, you know, things we've bought 
just to you know because you got a trade on the market to get some of the some of the desirable breeding species and then you know some some are found with tossed in there are they are we sure they're berries um, because the sauce was river water no, no not it was not mostly river water it was, it was so not. it wasn't even the thing that was in it more yeah i mean it, it, on the label <laughs> river water probably would have been third or fourth That's third still or fourth high. somewhere <laughs> after the slunge so the berries, I'm, I'm suspect of the berries. Yeah, very suspect. The sex interrogator suspects a berry. What a surprise. I think anything small and milkable you may call a berry this time. <laughs> I'm worried. Oh, God. Very worried. Very, very worried. Oh, God. In that case, I've got a berry for you. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what I think it's a metaphor. I, I yeah, read from metaphors. I was... think... I think it's my all. little drippy willy. <laughs> that was a horrible way to describe any genital region. Any genital. Any yeah, and all Cool genitals. Christmas will do a love in you. So that's another idea I'm working on. A cool Christmas for loving me? Yeah, cool Christmas will do a love in you. Oh, cool Christmas? Yeah. For those who don't know, is an individual, if I remember correctly. Yeah, just sort of an embodiment of love and not paying child support, which in his mind go hand in hand. He's he's not a, he's not a decent person. It's really the same thing, yeah. Come Matt Finish, I've got oh. written down. Um, I just wrote that one on my phone. Sometimes I'll just think random things and be like, I'll mention this on, on Boston's Favourite Son. So Come Matt Finish, I believe... Um, that was... I mentioned it in a video, actually, today. I don't know. I I would think you would wind up... Well, okay, you'd briefly have a gloss, but I guess that oh. would wind up with a matte finish, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's the thing. You've got to spend money to make money. I thought it was Matt Borealis. I thought it was come Matt Borealis finish. Like, finish, I guess. No, but that would be good. <laughs> Matt Borealis, for those who don't know, apparently we're doing law now. Um, <laughs> Matt Borealis is my cute... Oh, oh, I did a burpee then. Oh, that wasn't ladylike. Um, I've, oh, Jonathan, this is the same as the shaving. What, 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 what? I have managed to mostly avoid ever being seen burping because, because I never considered it ladylike. Huh. And then the moment I'm out, start cutting myself, shaving and burping everywhere. Oh, man. Just all dignity out the window, Jonathan. It's funny. Because uh, on this other show I do, talking to women about video games, yeah. the women are talking a lot about burping. I think, I want to say half the women, Casey Explosion, yeah. huge, huge burps. Redneck Tonberry, huge burps. They're burping a lot. They're bringing it back. They're owning it. Oh, yeah. I mean, s secure people who don't have outdated views uh, on what's socially acceptable uh, get along just fine, Jonathan. Meanwhile, I'm over here being demure, talking about you coming on my shiny leather hat. Also, the soup bone gnome. I don't know where that came from. The soup bone gnome. The soup bone gnome is, is just something that's been around in my head for a while, as has the phrase, Hey, everyone, I'm Andrew Fuck. <laughs> and, Andrew Fuck? Andrew Fuck? <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd rattle off some of the sort of random things that I've got written down. And that, that was mostly all of them. He sounds like a politician to me. I could see him getting <laughs> elected, Andrew Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Andrew Fuck, the soup bone now. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure he <laughs> supports universal basic income, right? I support universal basic soup bones, <laughs> which they're trying to take away. I'm Andrew Fuck. <laughs> He's <laughs> no, running for office. I got a little, I got a little party gnome hat. Cause I'm Andrew Fuck, and I'm here to, I'm here to Fuck. So I don't think Andrew Fuck is a gnome. I think Andrew Fuck looks like a gnome and dresses like a gnome, but is clearly a, a, a human being and not a mythical gnome creature. I'm Andrew Fuck, and I made a video game once. It's called Terry Quest. It's about a man called Terry. <laughs> this is the part of the platform for 
running for Senate. <laughs> yeah. My platform of choice is Amstrad. <laughs> video game platform. Oh, yeah. Andrew Fuck loves video games. He's just like you. Vote for me. <laughs> Vote for me, please. So, you know. Oh, Andrew Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? It's 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 right in line. It's pushing it. Oh yeah. You know, where are you going to push it? That's the question you ask yourself. Can you go this way towards? Oh yeah, that's comprehensible. That's uh, acceptable. That's absorbable. Or the Andrew Fuck direction, the the soup bone gnome. Yeah, I mean that's always the way, isn't it? <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. Berries, soup bone gnome, Andrew Fuck, and we never got to your. Your sex vacation stories. No. You had sex on a vacation. That's so, that's what I want for you. It's so wild. It's what I want for you. It's a sex vacation. <laughs> if we're up to me, if I were the the one deciding the fate, if I had the, the, the fickle finger of fate that I could point and, and prod and use. Go on. To choose how anyone's life is going to be, I would say sex vacation. Gem Stephanie. Yeah. Gem Stephanie Sterling. Two days. Well, you could call me that, but I promise you this, as soon as lockdown's over, you might as well call me Andrew Fuck. (laughs) That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. It's the lockdown that's preventing the sex. I mean, the lockdown, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I was was swimming in dangly bits before. You, you're you're getting there. I was on the decline, <laughs> but you're. I uh, have reason to be on the upswing now, and it's very very I've exciting. I've got way better tits now. <laughs> the, I don't know if you've gotten any vaccinations yet, but people are getting them. We're so close. Uh, I'm on. I'm on a list. I'm awesome. broken enough that I should qualify soon. You know, I put yeah. myself down. I great. Put myself down. That's you great. Know. I still can't get one for my What's 81 year old mom, but uh, yeah, I, I know well, people yeah, have I've, gotten them. Wash her. Wash her? We've already confirmed that she's dirty. The last time she called in as a regular caller and every time she... Every time she's called in, she's been filthy. She does Unbathed. And she's she's uh, unable to be changed. You cannot encourage her to do anything. (laughs) No. Or discourage her. She'll just do as she does no matter what. She's a true force of nature. She's my mother. You couldn't call her Mick Jagger for a Rolling Stone. She is not. No, she's... Uh, she's literally gathering moss because she's not washing. <laughs> she'll roll into Kmart unwashed and say, <laughs> so, uh, $3 for this? Really? I don't think that's a good price. Come closer and I can tell you something about... And they're just like, we can't stop her. What can you do? Can you, can you oh, get her God. to leave? No. Can you get her to stay? No. You can do nothing with her. She's just going to do something, and you have to wait to see what it is every single time. Oh, I love your German dirty mom. <laughs> She's great. She doesn't smell ever. She smells amazing every time. I don't know how, because she doesn't want to get, she doesn't want to well, wash. Why would she? She smells great. She would want to wash it off, whatever that's it is. All it, that's all it's about at the end of the day. As long as you smell all right. I'll tell you what doesn't smell all right. What's that? Right? An arsehole after it's done a massive shit. <laughs> now, that wasn't just me saying something infantile. No, that's science. No, that is science. Mm. And it's actually a lead-in to a uh, little, just a little, um, Willem Dafoe movie wow. pitch. I, I did not see that coming. Yeah, I've actually got two ideas, and it's just struck me. Um, one is about arses specifically, and, and one involves um, a lot more poo. Um, I tell you what, dealer's choice. I always say that, even though technically I'm the dealer, but I'm going to ask Conrad which one he'd like to hear. Um, you know, let's, let's do asses. Okay. Yeah. The classier, but I was going to say, but less wittier of the two, but the word wit doesn't come into <laughs> it. Anyway, I present to you... The latest Willem Dafoe showcase, Asterpiece Theatre. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, basically, the entire film is several hours of a little red curtain. Mm-hmm. And then, at about the two-hour 40 mark, it opens. <laughs> and behind that, 
is the greatest thing you've ever seen. And that's what, like, sometimes for the two and, and 40 minute hours, right, beforehand, every now and then you'll just hear, Payoff's going to be worth it, believe me. Behind that curtain is the best thing you've ever seen. Take it from me, Michael Caine. Oh, wow, Michael Caine. Okay. That's an authority you can trust. Yeah, this is mm. apparently Michael Caine. I mean, that's like right below um, uh, Morgan Freeman. Like, it's right Morgan below. Freeman, Michael Caine, in terms of things I'm going to believe. Uh-huh. They both know Batman. They both have been in some terrible movies. Michael Caine was in Jaws 4. That's what I immediately think of as Hoagie. So you've got Hoagie in there, and he's alone, Hoagie alone. Nobody supporting his opinion. You, you gotta just go by Michael. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> you gotta listen to me. Hoagie alone, brother. Anyway, <laughs> two out of 40. The curtains open, and it, I tell you what, the payoff's worth it. It's Willem Dafoe's ass. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it. Willem's fingers come in from either side from behind the curtains and grab them cheeks right and then they open and close while you hear Willem say to be or not to be ass is the question (laughs) waits about five minutes Relax, you know, let the muscles relax. And you just hear him sort of mutter, just let the muscles relax. Like that. All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one ass in his time plays many parts. Uh. <laughs> and then, you know, just to, just to humanise Willem, you just obviously hear a little... Like that. One of those disappointing ones. Yeah. Um, now is the winter of our ass. Now, <laughs> you'll, you'll notice he just substitutes a word for ass in the quotes. Also, he doesn't know many players. Mm. So what he's, what he's done is he's gone to nosweatshakespeare.com slash quote slash famous. Um, and then sort of gone through the list of famous quotes because he can't remember them off the top of his head. Um, so every now and then you can just hear Willem just sort of scrolling on his phone. Mm. Just, ah, fuck, I hit back. Um, like that. And then the ass doth protest too much, methinks. <laughs> We're into like hour three and a half at this point. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. I mean, he goes through, I mean, how many quotes are on this page for one thing? Uh, I mean, that's 51. Wow. You know. Sure. By the time he says, I am a man more sinned against than ass, then, you know, we've got to wait another 10 minutes while he looks up a different website. So this is binge-worthy content. This is... Yeah. This is a... It comes out... and They don't break it up in episodes. It's just one... It's for marathon viewers. <laughs> you know. For the we, weekend. We're going to break the record of any of those superhero movies, you know. Can't find a fucking... Thing. To be or not to be, that is the ass. All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one ass in his time plays many parts. He doesn't change where he puts us. <laughs> but he's, he's not realised at this point that he's already done that one. He's, yeah, he's... Or does he care? It, I mean, here's the thing about art <laughs> is it's up to the viewer to decide oh. that's the mm. ultimate thing mm. intent yeah, yeah like right at the end you just hear willem go oh why the fuck did i do this <laughs> right but what's his intent? do i not even give a fuck but we don't know what he means by that maybe he's thinking i want them to think i didn't want to do this but that's what i want is to well that's do. it you know it's open to interpretation mm-hmm. And then, of course, it slowly fades to black. And as it fades down, you know, the theme tune that wraps it all up sort of fades in, you know. Don't speak, I know just what you say. You know, like that. (laughs) That's, um, if I remember correctly. Oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on this. 
so emotional. Yeah. Don't speak. I know what you're thinking. I ain't got no reasons. Don't tell me because it hurts. Ooh. Don't tell me because it ass. <laughs> That's Willem. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me because it ass. So that's... That's Astropiece Theater. Well, I was deeply moved. Yeah, that's, you know, no doubt from the 1995 album Tragic Kingdom there. That's right. I knew that yeah. they were often more, mm-hmm. more as, spunky. As performed, as made famous by Willem Dafoe in Astropiece Theater. <laughs> so it's going to be even bigger than it was the first oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, that's the sequel. My ass is going to be even bigger than the first time around. <laughs> you never know. You never know. It's it's funny because I was just uh, upsetting some people. Masterpiece Theater. Stanislavski. Which, let's face it, all of us know a lot less about. <laughs> then, then, then what, the other ass stuff? Mm. <laughs> you <do> this. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, yeah. Know. You don't mm? know. None of us knows. I was, I was upsetting people online saying that mm. there's no way to accurately call an episode of a television show filler because that implies intent. And the intent was to just fill the space with stuff that the writers, the whoever, yeah. producers, directors weren't passionate about. When I'm on a show, you know, some people would be like, oh, that was a filler episode of a different podcast where they just kind of yeah. said whatever and didn't put their heart into it. But there's a lot of heart put into this, this show, even though... Oh, this show? Yeah, this show right here. Yeah, because I was going to say, I disagree entirely on there being no filler episodes of TV. Well, we don't know what their intent is. Well, I don't know if you've ever watched Dragon Ball Z, but I know what the fuck their intent was. I watched it when I was 15, and there's like five episodes where Goku is making a fireball, right? (laughs) And it's literally because... The cartoon was going quicker than the comics, and they literally needed filler. But you don't know if the writers were like, this is awesome. We have the opportunity. They loved doing filler. They were like, right, he's just going to make a fireball for five episodes. Fuck this. It's meditative. It's a place to be. Just be with Goku. Enjoy your They told a bit of a sub story. They did expand some bits early, and then it seems as it goes along, they were just like, fuck it. But how do we know their heart wasn't in it? I do stuff, uh, what it comes down to is I make garbage all the time that I put my heart into. And other people might say, ah, that was filler. But this was my heart and soul. This whole episode, this whole show, 10 years of this, it's not filler. It's my it's my heart. It's my dream. It's my love. It's my relationship with you two. <laughs> it means a lot. So we don't know. It does. You can it say, does. I didn't get anything out of that episode. I feel... Like they were just filling it up, but who who knows? Maybe maybe that was their their life's work. Maybe that was their pride and joy. The sixth episode of Goku being like, so where do I put it? Put it in there, Goku. How do I do it? Do it right, Goku. Look inside yourself. I can. Yes. Okay. I'll try again. <laughs> Next episode. Have you done it yet, Goku? I'm working on it. What's going on on Earth? Back on Earth, they're in trouble again. Ah, he's still torturing us, Goku. Where are you? I, I I know what you're talking about. I've seen it. Oh, that was brilliant. That was that was the best summation of Dragon Ball Z I think I've ever heard. I just don't enjoy the show until they get yeah, to the, the episodes fair. where stuff happens. Yeah, I'm they did um, a couple years ago. They brought out a truncated version. Really. Yeah, I, th- I think it was just called, like, Kai or something, like Dragon Ball oh, Z right. Kai. I remember. And they cut out a lot of filler and sort of they revoiced it. It was controversial, but I watched it and I'm like, oh, wow, I'm paying attention to this one. Yeah, didn't if I remember correctly, they would just have a narrator be like, and then he spent five weeks working on the technique. We're not going to show you that. Now he's back and the fight's going to happen. You're like, eh, yeah, yeah, that was good. You really don't need, like, you don't need to see exercise in real time. It's depressing for someone like me who's trying. It just kind of drives me up the fucking wall when I look at, at what kids get that we didn't get growing up. Oh, you know, we had to watch the entire five episode Fireball arc. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and we woke up at like 6.30. To be fair, Conrad, <laughs> they're going to have to deal with a real life Fireball arc. <laughs> it's true. We have left them with some shit. <laughs> Although it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't our fault. Well, by... 
buying up all the Happy Meal toys so that adult Pokemon card collectors could have them and the next generation can't even have that as well as a future. That is on us. Yeah, we did do that, yeah. yeah. I thought about that earlier and I was just... I was very upset with all of us. <laughs> I, I, I'm included. My, oh, yeah. My, uh, one of my co-workers at work really wants me to get a Pokemon card for them, so I'm going to... I think it's for their son, but maybe not. I'm, I'm going mm. go to get it. Likely story. Yeah, yeah pop on eBay. You know, it's only a grand. <laughs> well, I, speaking of work, I have to wrap it up. Even though I have the day off, I have day job work. Wrap it I, up. I have to do. Yeah. That's a song too. Isn't it, it is. I'll take him. It's about um, someone who's going to, you know, have sex with. You, Jonathan, you're like, oh, have sex with my bum. And, you know, Tally Hall or whoever it was said, um, I was saying, was it the something Thunderbirds? Fabulous? The Fabulous anyway, Thunderbirds, that sounds right. Anyway, they were like, you know, don't mind if I do. Uh, in we go. Did they wrap it up, though? Did they use protection? I mean, that's that's the ultimate. The thing about songs, Jonathan, is they're up to the listener mm, to interpret. Did they wrap it up before they... Uh, Took you or didn't they? Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well. So you got to get off to your, I'll tell you what, a couple more episodes of this. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, not not to echo what I used to say about my own work years ago, but a couple more, couple more episodes and you'll get what's due to you. Yep. You'll get what's coming. What does that mean? You finally get out of all the bullshit. Yeah. We'll shove, we'll shove it down their throats. And they'll love it. Oh, they'll fucking ask for more. It may be. I So I'll plug real quick. Talking to women about video games podcasts, doing okay. Plateaued. I'm happy with that. But if you want to join in, listen to that. Great. But right now our listenership is good enough. I'm, I'm satisfied. But we're, we're having a lot of fun with it. Uh, another show. The worst song on earth. Not plateaued. Needs more help. Listen to that one if you want to be a charity. Listen. And then this other podcast I can't even talk about could be the biggest thing i've ever done a new secret (gasps) podcast with celebrities and a budget they're looking for funding for it next week all of a sudden this show may just totally blow up because one of the celebrities who's going to be on it has a built-in audience of of tens maybe hundreds of millions and then i will be like and i also do this show boston's favorite son and then this one We'll get, it will get famous. It will directly translate to lasting success for us. <laughs> At last. Just a few more episodes. They say the meek shall inherit the earth, but once they die out, it belongs to the weak. Then I move in. <laughs> so, Jonathan, get your little celebrities and drive them unto me. So that we can immediately turn them off and make them never speak to any of us. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing that's it's a so wild. This show that I can't talk about actually would draw an audience that would like Boston's favorite son. It's almost as weird as it. And not weird. What, what does that even mean? It's almost as surprising and, and oftentimes disturbing and disgusting. But it's got a huge name celebrity who's a who's a troubling person. I genuinely believe there's enough appeal in this shit that that we should have had instead of them all of the McElroy brothers' success. And and I do believe it's a zero sum game. I do believe their success comes at our expense. Yep. So let's get them. Let's get those boys. Whoa. <laughs> Slow down, Jonathan I see you reaching for Conrad's lasso But we're not going to chase them boys out into the woods And hogtie them and take them back to our berry farm So they can have freshly squoze and lemonade From whatever the fuck she was called Becky Jojo Luann Gummidge Becky Jojo Luann Gummidge yeah, yeah. There were more I did a lot of great. I think I showcased my voice acting talents oh, yeah. on today's yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, a whole range. ton. Yeah, yeah. so exciting. you know, why does Mark Hamill get to be Skeletor in and not me? You know, he's just going to do it a bit like the Joker. Yeah, just, and then you know, yeah. I'd be over here going, "Yeah, cast me, you cowards!" You're younger than him. You've got more time ahead of you. You'll get there. Well, it's touch and go. <laughs>
Right now, we're working on that last minute John Goodman saving throw! <laughs> Why, Netflix? Why never me? Have you seen the John Goodman commercials for Slotomania, I think it's called, where he's a he's an index finger? But I... That's why <laughs> he's getting these roles. Where's my slot mania? <laughs> you would be amazing in those commercials. I want manic slots. <laughs> you deserve You could put slots. coins in. If I could Jonathan, be that. you could put anything in. Thank you. I should be more appreciative. Thank you for saying Yeah, that. I've got no bottom floor on the things I'd do. <laughs> That's great. Because you're always surprising yourself. You're always taking it to new places. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah. That was the thing I was going to remind you of. What? Not you. Oh. What would Snoop Dogg do? Or what wouldn't Snoop Dogg do? That's oh, what well, I was... Yeah. We, we can do that next week. Yeah. We can do a quick... Basically, Jonathan, yeah. every... Well, not every week. We... We won't keep it up that that well, um, but we are going to ask what what Snoop Dogg wouldn't do every. Wow, every who yeah. are you asking? The the listeners? Oh, just me? just us. Just us. I can't yeah. wait to try to come up with answers or not answers. Yeah, we'll we'll try and find a bottom floor. Um, my first suggestion was: um, Would he steal a loaf of bread and be chased around France? By a dogged inspector. He absolutely would, especially if he was giving the bread to those who needed it. Instead, of I don't the... see him as much of a runner, per se. Oh, he's got long legs. I don't think he'd even... No, I mean, I think he hard. can. I just don't think he does. Mm. But, you know, I see him just sort of more of an ambling sort of uh, folk. But that's, that's fun in its own way, right? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, Snoop Dogg makes everything fun. He did a, a splash... On, on AEW Dynamite, it was better than you'd expect from Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah, and know. surprisingly entertaining. I mean, I, yeah, he didn't it, die. Yeah. Yeah. He's found his, his way. He's just yeah. kind of in touch with how to do it and he just does it. He gets away with it every time. Yeah. Well, quickly then, would Snoop Dogg, <laughs> We're just doing the for the way. right amount of money or television appearances, run? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. I think he would. And, and he would do it well. Yep. Yeah, I reckon he could. He could yeah. Yeah, he'd get a sprint on if he wanted mm-hmm. for the right incentive. Yeah, but that's it. It's the the incentive. Like being oh, yeah. chased over the loaf of bread that he stole. Uh, no, I don't see a whole lot of running happening there. But if there's a paycheck on the under end. Yeah. Well, he doesn't want to get caught, certainly. But I don't think he would get caught. I think he would just. Well, no, in. no. But that doesn't mean he has to run. He's Snoop Dogg. There's only one thing off the table because it's cheating. What's that? Anything that ends with the words for free. <laughs> because that's just, you know. Yeah. And here's the thing. Anything Snoop Dogg does, right, is to earn that money and raise his profile. Mm. And I'm hoping by showing the thing Snoop Dogg is prepared to do for, for his career will inspire you. And then you get to be on the go home show. I think you're replacing show. me with Snoop Dogg, kind of. You're just like, what would Snoop Dogg do? Oh, Snoop Dogg. You're so good at getting famous and doing it right. I've been ousted by Snoop Doggy Dogg. No, we're, we're providing you with the, the path forward. <laughs> yeah, he's basically the ideal Jonathan. And we, we want to sort of make you in his own graven image. See, you see, you see, you see the thing that, that Snoop Dogg conveys most clearly is sort of like a rock in a stream. Right? Mm. Steadfast. Yeah. Changing with the times as needed, mm. but not really rattled at all by the constant flow of water going over him. See, mm. you need to be the stone. Ah. And we are the stream. Yeah, so go go sit in a river. So I so by persevering this show for ten-ish years in some form or another, I am not yet proven that i am a stone like stoop dog i'm more no no because you 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 keep you keep fighting the flow of the water you see and i don't do the ideas but snoop right dog, that's that's what we're yeah snoop dog would do these ideas he, because we would tell him there's a paycheck he became snoop lion for like th- 30 minutes for the paycheck and it, it must have worked i'm still talking about it mm-hmm. so good job he became a lion then back to a dog he was in soul plane he was in Starsky and Hutch with Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller. There was that time he had digitigrade legs. He did what? Digitigrade legs. Did he degrade legs? Just for legs? like a week. 
a week he had those, you know, legs like a dog, mm-hmm. just sort of forward, back and forward again. And he was just like, check it out. I can do this. And he never did it again because he keeps us guessing. Keeps us guessing. One day he may do it again or he may just come out and he'll have like, they go back and forward just like a chicken or something. <laughs> Apparently he can just do things with his legs and he's only done it once publicly and twice privately. Elton John was there. He said he's seen the chicken. I don't believe him. Well, I want to hear more about that next time. I'm already mm. on the edge of my seat about... Hey, look, we're, we're all waiting for, for Snoop Dogg to do his animal leg tricks again. <laughs> or to even just hear about them. <sighs> they can get long. <laughs> They're already pretty long. If he, if he, well, they got to be long. If he tried to get, like... If he tried to get two extra joints... And bend it. He'd look strange. Like Sonic. Sonic's legs suddenly got longer. Like, yeah, yeah long. Maybe he's Sonic. Yeah. Do you need to go to work? Yeah, I do. Yeah, we'll let you go to work. Thanks. I don't want to... I'll miss you both. want to coax you. Um, do you feel more famous today? No, I hadn't even thought about it, but... Oh, I, fuck I... it then. Bye. <laughs> Boston's Favorite Son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan Off-Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freak Out by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show that shouldn't have happened. <laughs>